Welcome to 20th Century Geek. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to 20th Century Geek. I'm your regular host, Scott Weatherly, and we are back in Detroit, old Detroit, facing up to the crying-ridden streets. But don't worry, help is at hand. We're back on the Robocop retrospective, and I'm back in the seat with Gareth, and we're going to be talking Robocop 3 and the 2014 Robocop reboot. Do we think they're good, bad, or ugly? Well, I'm going to hand over to me and Gareth, and we'll let you know. of Robocop 3. Robocop 3 is, again, he's moving forward. Robocop is still on the streets. It's set a couple, I think it's meant to be set another year or so after Robocop 2. Um, The release date's not that much longer. No, no, no. 93. Churning them out then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Robocop 3 came out. Yeah, Robocop's on the street. Um, OCP has suffered um, because of the the events of Robocop 2. Um, You find out that... um, the old man, the original CEO, was taken out of position. He was he was uh, fired or released or whatever. Yep. Uh, and OCP has gone to the wall. Everything that's gone wrong has cost them an all sort of money, and they are being uh, taken over by a Japanese yeah. corporation. Um, but they are still, and they, but they are furthering their Delta City project. They are about to get it greenlit with Japanese support. Yeah. The only thing they've got to do is clear the projects areas or the, the ghetto area or the, the, or the whatever you want to call it, the downtrodden area of Detroit City. They've got to get the people out. And the way they do it, they've clearly tried to evict people, they've tried to buy them out. Now they're going to scare them out with these rehabs, these sort of uh, military types who are going to basically beat people up until they leave. Yeah. Um, and in the background, again, you've got Robocop trying to do solving crimes. And he ends up becoming a part of the uh, rebel group. I don't really understand it. The housing rebel group. Yeah. Um, and is then wanted by the police. Um, and the Japanese organization and the rehabs send people off to fight against um, Robocop. Yeah. He stands with the Rebel Alliance. The police, after a load of other rubbish, uh, the police all walk out, they all yeah. quit, and they join the ranks with the, the Rebel the local, housing the people. Like yeah. The housing committee. Um, and uh, Robocop becomes a plane, saves them all, yeah. and that's it. Oh, and you forgot about the, the samurai robots. We'll talk about those. We'll talk about those. The oh, Japanese, yeah, right. the, the slightly racist sort of uh, only slightly, yeah, <laughs> slightly, slightly racist robots. But let's talk. So this is Robocop, nineteen ninety three, directed by Fred Decker, written again by Frank Miller, story and initial screenplay, yeah. and then rewritten by Fred Decker. Fred Decker is one of those people that when you sort of see um, his filmography, you basically get the gr- gr- grift of the fact he has been riding off the back of Shane Black for years. Yeah, we spoke about this. Yeah, yeah, so Shane yeah. Black, so he helped write uh, Monster Squad, 
Would you sign to his face, Scott? I would. Yeah. I honestly would. He, re- he recently wrote. Yeah. Well, he recently wrote. His most recent contribution to cinema screen was The Predator from 2017. Him and Shane Black wrote that. And I think that's an absolute shower of shit as well. So I've got no respect for Fred Decker. I think the guy's a waste of time. And again, we said before about Frank Miller needs to be filtered through an auteur director. Again, like Frank Miller's story, the initial story for Robocop 3 was dark. It was probably, it was closer to the tone of Robocop 2. Right. And Fred Decker, given a directive and stuff, was told, make it more kid-friendly. In fact, he's the reason the studios brought Fred Decker in to make it more family-friendly. Make it PG-13. Because that's what he sort of does. That's what you want with a Robocop film. You see the first yeah. one and you go, yeah, this will really work. It's a real great film if we just dial down the violence. Yeah. yeah. There's a line in this film, and you've actually just got it on as you're watching through it. There's a line in this film which, which sums up this entire film for me. Yeah. Is uh, at one point a child hacker, <laughs> a child genius hacker in 1993. There's a lot of those around in the early 90s. Why not? That's awful. Yeah. Hacks an Ed 209 droid and actually makes it say, um, it's as loyal as a puppy. And that, to me, is this that film in a nutshell. Mm. That this film has been neutered to be family friendly, and it is garbage. Yeah, it's shit. I it, mean, I, I actually feel I've wasted a bit of my life watching this film. Yeah, it's not even. So the thing is, it's not even Peter Weller anymore. What's he got on IMDb? What, what's four? Four. Yeah. Four. Four. Which tells you all. But you get the, the thing that's weird in this is Nancy Allen agreed to come back if her character was killed off. So she wanted out. No, but she did a shit job of the death. Pete, yeah, well, yeah. Peter Weller just didn't return. Uh, was, he, he, was he doing something else or was he just not he, bothered? He, he, you know, he did a couple of other things. Like he was trying to do art house films and some other stuff. But he basically said the contract didn't cover this and he covered a single sequel. So right. he didn't come back. So they've got a guy called Robert John Burke who was a TV actor. I'll be honest with you. I didn't even realise there's a different robot. It doesn't make a difference, does no, it? No. Uh, you get Rip Torn, who is... Um, great name. Yeah, great name. Uh, I actually think he's a relatively good actor. But he's, he's, a, he's a comedy actor. But you've got people in this. They're all c- comedy TV actors. You've got you know, CC, uh, CC Pounder, or whatever his name is. You've got uh, Rip Torn. And then you get the evil Steve Martin. Yeah. Uh, who played... Who is John Castle, who is the head of the rehabs. Um, and... It's just I can't even describe how bad this film is. In fact, no, I can. Right, there are a couple of things that stand out. I'll be, I'll, I'm going to I'm going to describe them, then I want your response. Okay, okay. You you just want to see it. So the first thing is when they introduce Robocop's introduction to this film. Yeah. Is that uh, Officer Lois is under threat from some splatter punks? Splatter which, punks, which are so Frank Miller, it's almost offensive. Yeah. Um, You've got to get your neon paints out, haven't you? Oh, it's horrible. Splatter punks. They almost belong in like Batman for uh, Batman and Robin or Batman Forever. Those yeah, sort of ridiculous yeah. things. So you got that, and so Robocop comes in to save her, and instead of just driving up and sort of as he would have done in two or one, yeah, he he drives to the top of a car park, yeah. which let's be fair, wastes a good couple of minutes. Yeah, drives the car off the top of the car park, which knackers the car. And that's useless now. Only just though. Yeah. Like, and then, but then to, to, he's like, "Well, I've already knackered the car anyway, so uh, I'll shoot out the roof of the car. I'll give it a sunroof." Mm-hmm. Stands out and then basically sort of starts shooting around with his arm. With his, he's now got instead of a hand, he's now got a um, a machine gun arm. Yeah. Right. Which to me says that he has accepted his robotics-ness. and then he goes on and fights that. That's that to me. That whole scene there. That's Robocop's introduction. What are your thoughts? I just think it's excellent. 
I think it's cinema gold. Yeah. Um, it's a load of shit. Uh, it's just, it's comical. It's, I mean, first of all, he disobeys direct orders, decides to do his own thing. So he's got this whole conflict now about is he hum- more human than he was before? That's, Johnny that's, Five that's, just not trying to really introduce. It just kind of happens. He decides he's going off. Yeah, it's, it's just a load of shit. Just like just decides to destroy his own computer. Huh. But it's not introduced. It's just suddenly he has a turn, and now he's just decided he's going to do his own thing. Is the, the trying to make him? But the police don't carry enough ammo. They probably play like yeah. two magazines. That's it. Well, in a really rough neighbourhood. Splatterpunks were an absolute joke. <laughs> I mean, they wouldn't. They are a PG thirteen gang. Yeah, they are. They don't feel like a, They wear spikes on their shoulders. They have bright neon hair, spiked up. They might have an odd tattoo. They have a wristband with spikes on. Yeah. They have chains flying <laughs> around. You're like, come on, guys. They feel like. Have you ever seen the film The Warriors? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, warriors come out and play. The splatterpunks are about the shit kicked out of them in the warriors in the seventies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they feel. The warriors a good film. Yeah, the warriors is a great film. But like the splatterpunks never ever feel like a threat. No, no. I mean, you only see them a bit in pieces, but they're awful. First of all, just look at that. It's I mean, actually... We're just watching the scene where he drives from the car from the multi-story. It's quite high. It is, but and I don't see it's, the. It's how he lands vertically. Flat. Cars don't do that. And you know, you said before. Right, here's the thing. You know, you said before that if you are thinking those things, you are taken out of the film. Yeah, yeah. No, you're I'm right. thinking that. Yeah. I was never thinking anything like no, that. No, no, I was. In the first two. No, no. Right? I watch films and enjoy them. This one, I'm thinking is also. Is he trying to miss them on purpose? No. He's he a is, shit shot now. He, he basically suffers from uh, the Stormtrooper effect of being a terrible shot. This is a PG 30. We should have said that the other two are 18s or R rated or whatever. I think. I think there's even like an X, an unrated X version. They just lit up one guy with a machine gun. Yeah. There's no blood, I and mean, then he misses but completely. This is PG thirteen, so we we have a problem in the in the early nineties. What do you mean? The problem is commercialism. So between two and three, you have a RoboCop cartoon, you have a RoboCop toy line, you have RoboCop computer games, and all of a sudden the target audience from the studio's perspective um, is no longer an adult audience you're looking to entertain 13 year old boys did he just catch a bullet yeah he caught a bullet I I don't understand this right he's really slow yeah but you can catch a bullet but you can catch a bullet yeah if you could have done that in the first film or the second film it would probably helped him out an awful lot (laughs) it's about a bunch man we've just seen some places Um, so what I should say is Orion who made the first two films yeah Orion Studios that made the first two films by this point we're in a lot of financial problems the first one made money, didn't it? They did, but not just. But they had, they made other films that didn't, and they right. made a lot of things. And the thing is, by the, the early nineties, they'd had a couple of successes, but they were really not doing well. Right. And so MGM stepped in to help, and actually own the rights to all the films now. Right. But they stepped in to help with production, and MGM had the the directive that these are not to be made as extreme films like one and two. Right. This is to be made as. Um, this is to be made as a kid-friendly family film. Yeah. This is to be, this is to entertain thirteen-year-old boys. Yeah, that was the directive of this film, and they do it. The track of thirteen-year-old boy. You want to watch Robocop one? I, I agree. I totally agree. Like this film, even for a thirteen-year-old, you're watching it. I'll be like. Robocop's a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, a, he's a real... Sorry, but if you're a 13-year-old, just 
fucking watch Robocop 1. You don't, you don't yeah, watch even films, back then, do you? There's kid? always ways of finding out. Yeah. But I find in this film, Robocop is an absolute wuss. Yeah, look at this, right? There's a scene here where he finds one of the splatterpunks. He lets them run up. He's got his massive assault rifle. Yeah. They throw some like flammable liquid, set it on fire. And he's like, for fuck's sake. He's useless in this film. We said before about them not being Robocop films in the past. Like he's a passenger in the previous films, right? He is a a puppet of somebody else. Yeah. In this film, like he's not a puppet. Like he tries to be they've made him more of an active participant. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Robocop progresses the plot in this film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? They are trying to change the status quo. Because by the end of this film, like the status quo has changed again. OCP doesn't exist. No, no. By the end of this film, right? Unfortunately, Robocop's useless. Yeah. He's an absolute walking disaster. Yeah. So, yeah, we've, we've pretty much sort of discussed this idea. That, so yeah, Robocop in this is a bit of a pussy. He's, he's an absolute wuss. Yeah. Um, and, but they've, they've actually made him more central to the plot. It's not. He's no longer, I think, a puppet in this film. Yeah, that's fair. Um, he makes decisions in this film. He makes decisions in this film, which we've said in the past. You know, wh- where's his humanity? Where's his sense of humanity? Yeah. Uh, in the past, I think he's been driven by his programming. So yeah. in two, he tries to shoot the kid, and he's not able to because his programming denies him. Yeah. But in this, like he makes decisions to protect people and you know sacrifice himself in many respects to, you know, uh, beyond his programming or at least within the limits of his programming. Yeah. Um, which is I actually commend. Like they've moved him. Yeah. Um, they've they, yeah they 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 actually have. You know, try to shift that a little bit. Um, and again, I sort of get this notion watching this film that uh, at its core, there's a, there at least at one point. I'm very careful here, Scott. Yeah, I know, I've got to be careful. There's no, no, even with the millification of this, I'm going to call it the millification, that's what Frank Miller does, he millifies things. It's Miller time. Um, he, uh, he takes these things and, you know, makes them extreme. But there is a concept in the nineties, gentrification, yeah. and Japanese takeover, and all that stuff is a real. That there's there's an element in the satire's tried to be there, but it's all real. Like that feels legit. Yeah. Um. It, again, it's just the way it's handled that um, you, you know, you you see these things and you go, oh, okay, yeah, OCP in this is genuinely evil. Yeah. Right. They're trying to evacuate people. They've got a military or at least a militia organization in the rehabs. To get people out of their homes and kill them and kill them, pretty much, is yeah. what they're doing. Um, Which is kind of just downplayed. You only find that out really when you're it's never explicitly the computer. Said. It's never explicitly said. No, but it says on the screen that the parents, are deceased. parents deceased. They got shot yeah. on trying to leave or something. They, yeah, but it's all covered up like, oh, they were trying to do this and trying to do that, isn't it? Yeah. So. Um, yeah, well, that is really. Yeah. You have to be watching out for that. It's not. No, it? again, it's not explicit. Oh, this whole so, bit about you kind of missing. But all the people OCP committing suicide as well. well. That's what I'm saying. There are comments on this. In there are bits in this film where I go, I do think, yeah, people, you know, when they find that OCP stock is plummeting and stuff because things mm. are going pear shaped, people, you know, committing suicide, and then the one guy we said he, the, uh, Johnson who we haven't actually mentioned like, the black guy from the first one he's probably the only, only remaining character from OCP yeah. he actually says to him you know, he says oh do you hear that you know, so and so jumped out of a window and the other guy says oh if it was me I'd, I'd take a he shows him a gun doesn't he mm. he says I'd take a bullet it's less showy yeah. and then when he's fired you see him taking his gun out of his holster and he, yeah. he goes up and commits suicide like, there are dark jokes in yeah, this yeah, yeah. Um, 
It's just that it's been filtered through this. This is a remember this is PG thirteen as well. PG thirteen, so it's yes. twelve for us, yeah. isn't it? Is that the equivalent? Yeah. yeah. The, yeah the, but here's the thing. Again, if you watch, there are certain modern films. If you watch, there are PG thirteen that you go, yeah, but yeah, but they're still pretty good, right? The yeah. majority of the MCU, well, Captain, I, I always think of Captain America: Winter Soldier. Love that film. Like, amazing film. Yeah. Deals with some really heavy themes. Yeah. Has some really sort of amazing fight scenes and lots of other stuff, right? That's still twelve. Yeah, you just don't decapitate someone. You did, yeah, but the problem is, as you said, you said this earlier. If you want to watch a Robocop film, you go back and watch Robocop one. Yeah. Because the Robocop films are excessive. They're yeah. bloody. They're gory. They're supposed yeah. to be. That's the point of these films. That's the eighties. Yeah, but that's the point. That's the point of these films, isn't yeah. it? Like these, these first. So when you do take it to be a twelve. Yeah. And you strip away that it's teeth, it it becomes. I always think of like what Rob, Robocop three is what Robocop could have been. Again, you know, Robocop two and Robocop three are the potentials of what Robocop could have been without Paul Verhoeven. Well, the few in the first one could have been. Oh yeah, yeah, you know, definitely. It, I think they could have been an absolute disaster. No, you wouldn't have any other films after this. No, um, well, this kills the franchise, pretty much. Um, but it is. It's just um, this feels like. A, you talked to run we're not going to cover the or the, the TV series yeah uh, or the prime directives but this feels almost like uh, a lead in to this feels like a lead into the TV series yeah yeah and those TV films rather than a continuation of one and two yes I wouldn't be surprised if like, watching this, if this was a like a pilot episode, this was their feature yeah, length yeah. pilot episode for the TV series. It's a good show. That's how it feels to me. Um, however, it should be known that um, the script, the original script written by um, Frank Miller, was adapted into a comic. Right. So, and that highlights a lot of differences. Not all of them good. I'd, I'd highlight, you know, but you well, get, so, so, so the, this third film also has a equivalent comic. Series. A, there was a comic adaptation of this of this film, right? But the Frank Miller version, right? So as I said, this was this out was now, yeah. So before that, Fred Decker in the studios got hold of it. Like, what is it that Frank so, Miller so, wrote? So where does he pitch it then? He like, pitches it closer to two, right? A lot closer to two. It's slightly darker. Mm. The Splatterpunks still in it. Uh, Splatterpunks are still in it, but they are they're a lot more of a threat. There's no child hacker. Uh, it's a it's a woman. It's, right. it's a full grown woman, um, and um, uh, I don't think Officer Lewis dies. That was obviously a thing. This is the worst. One. Yeah, she's, uh, this, this is where it's terrible. This that. is where I, th- I was surprised by this because I don't. She's like I said, she's not a great actress, but no. I quite like her in the first couple of films. This highlights how bad she is. Yeah, because she can't pull off a, a death scene. Look at the makeup Robocop's wearing as well. Well, also this this is where. Oh, she's so Nancy Atlas, so, uh, um, Lois dies, and um, his response is, and it comes out. He dies slowly. Yeah. Like, so she, she dies. She closes her eyes. But then Robocop says, "Officer down. down." And it's supposed to be like a sad moment. It's very like if you pause this here. So we're just we're just watching it. We've got it on um, on Netflix on the iPad. This is glorious HD. But you, you could... The scene is like... Lewis is down. She's died. A really shit death. 
Um, Robocop's just there looking at Officer Down. That looks like, to me, and you've got like the church in the background, that could be the background. You could start a Guns N' Roses song there. You could get, yeah. sla- you could get yeah, Slash yeah, yeah. coming out. Bit of grunge music, yeah. Knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door. He's lighting all these candles. Yeah. Well, that's just yeah. like, in any film you're watching, which fucker However, right. lights all candles yeah. in films. However, again though, if you're going to do a film like this, yeah. and you are going to have a death in a church sure. where she has sacrificed herself to save people why are you not using some form of at least religious iconography to, to you know you would the, the, otherwise why are you doing this bit in a church yeah well it's got a secret passage that's why they're there Scott yeah but well, that could be a warehouse it could be anywhere the, the warehouse don't have secret passages oh, this one specifically has a secret passage that's why it had to be this church again then, this Just, if, you, if you need a Detroit area in depth you yeah, yeah. know that this, this, this churches church churches are renowned yeah. for their passages no they are though that's true. Oh, yeah, here. Oh, yeah, because you, pri- you used to have a... Um, priest holes and all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, and you have... Reformation. Yeah, because you'd also mm. have, like, the, the house, the chapel, or the the, mm. the priest's house would have often have a corridor underground yeah. to get to the... Yeah. Oh, my cousins don't have that. Yeah. So... That's why. Yeah. It makes sense. It doesn't make sense. They just didn't take advantage of it. No. They were just, but they, like, that's what I'm saying, though, in this. They the don't point, take as... She's died for nothing, though. She exactly. Really save her. You're not going to say she's Jesus, are you? No, but you could do something. Like a, a good director or a good writer could put something there that would give you a bit more subtext or something that she has sacrificed sacrificed herself to help these people. If you're doing it in a church, you've you've got that iconography there. Do something. And the fact he, again, this scene could be made at least. Him saying "officer down" yeah. is like a punchline, and I. Yeah. Fucking hate it. Just have him. If he'd have just said nothing and he just sort of like you know lowered his head, yeah. Then, or if anything, I think the fact that this is the other thing. Right, he makes a promise to take revenge, and he says, "I promise." I think he shouldn't have said anything, because the fact is, it's, it's, implied, it's, it's implied then that he's going to do it. It's but then kids again, don't remember. Yeah, so yeah, going to pick up on that. Exactly. So you have to say exactly what you're doing. So. Because he, he's recording her saying all these things of go get I'm to. feeling sad. Yeah, yeah. So, just to be clear then, so in the scene, uh, Nancy Allen is shot, Officer Lewis is dying, and she says to them, get them for me. To basically avenge me. Like, yeah. avenge me! In a terrible way. And he says, I promise. And then Officer, in a, a good writer and director would have had some sort of other exchange that implied all that, and he wouldn't have said anything. Yeah. Because then he could be like, much like you see in other films where it's, um, did he, you know, it's against his programming to take revenge but is he you know, he'll be fighting yeah. his programming to take straightforward here it's like it's simple stuff yeah the other thing is um, but you said this is for kids they've got to shout it out this is definitely in the 80s and 90s when memory um, flash memory wasn't around and <laughs> because he has to specifically record certain yeah. bits it's not like every day he's just recording his non-stop vision like I've got to make a note to record this bit yeah that's right. it. I'm surprised a little paper clip doesn't pop up and start yeah. telling him how Tell to. Tell when you're it. finished. Yeah. Did you know you can rename this file? Yeah. <laughs> Important file to remember. Yeah. Yeah. Note version <laughs> yeah. one. Um, uh, so yeah. So uh, you've, you've you've hit the nail on the head with this. It's for kids. So everything has to be called out. Yeah. Everything has to be explicit. Um, and that then leads to some incredibly sort of I, I, I don't call them intentionally racist. But let's say stereotypical definitely at the time. Uh, People Japanese known Japanese yeah, bad, yeah. warriors. So you have a Japanese. Um, it's it's like quite big in the nineties. Yeah, yeah. 90s, wasn't it? late late eighties, early nineties. Yeah. Massive. The fear of Japan 
at that period uh, was huge because they so the Japanese had come out obviously World War One, uh, sorry World War Two, built themselves back up to be a really you know fundamental world economy, mm. and were huge in the sort different of different management styles. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, everything everything we talk about when you talk about in a factory or the Kanban mm-hmm. to business excellence, all those kind of things comes from. Japan, yeah, because they had to, and you know, you've heard we we work in the industry where we hear about a lot, um, but um, they'd also made themselves huge in the car industry, huge in the electronics industry, and people couldn't compete. Especially, it's actually quite, you know, especially in Detroit, which is a big car city. Well, that's exactly it. Yeah. Again, none of that is explicitly used in this to be a satire. Yeah, but if you're interested, you're not interested if you're a kid. No, that was all you want to see is has he got a samurai sword? Yeah, yeah. Like, tick. It's like you got a clipboard. You just go right. Okay. Right. Uh, Here's let's put the yeah. You, no, you're right. But yeah. two two of the things that come up that should be addressed and aren't addressed. This this person that's sent over from Japan to be a sort of like on-site agent to help them is a robot. It turns out you, he's you, a robot. You didn't know that at the start. You didn't of the know at the start. He sat there meditating you, in a yeah. lovely little spunky pad. Oh, it's lovely. But you find out pretty quickly that he's a robot. Yeah. Right. And then no one sort of says. This is what five years on from the first film. Yeah. So in five years, right, RoboCop is the height of American technology. Yeah. Yeah. He's basically a tank. Yeah. Okay. At no, at no point does anyone turn to the Japanese samurai warrior and go, "That's really impressive. That looks like a person." Yeah, but to be fair, they call out though that he's got a few issues, didn't they? I'm sure there's a reference that they haven't used him in an urban environment or something before, or built up. Yeah. They, so it's a yeah. bit of a testing ground for it. So they, hide, they, they, they suggest at one point that the, the Japanese robot is room, uh, has some remote access because they then take advantage of that later on with Wi-Fi yeah. that doesn't exist. Um, but no one sort of says, yeah, do Are you know saying they called out Wi-Fi before it was a thing in, in Robocop? Yeah, they do. At the end of this Guys, film. there you go. So. Yeah. But at no point is anyone saying... Um, well, Rob- Robocop is basically obsolete. If we've got these other machines, mm. these with these Japanese ones, what Robocop is basically obsolete. He's not done it, is he? he no, but, no, no this, but these are all issues that are in this film yeah, that not. should be picked up. Because the other one is um, the fact that, like you say, that they, they, there's multiple of these other robot warriors uh, that they are they look human, right? Perfect human, and no one calls that at any point, like. How, how have you done the skin? Mm. Like, is that organic? I don't, I don't know. No one questions it ever. Um, it's all very, very yeah, odd. I like, why didn't you give him a gun instead of a sword? Yeah. Um, so I just, I just feel that sort of there are bits of this film that should have been called out for, for, for different points that I think are hugely missed. Um, and a better writer, a better director, again, could have picked up on that yeah, and yeah. done something with it. Uh, gentrification, as we said before, the idea of these people being turfed out of their homes, I should feel something about that. Yeah. I do not care. There's a bulldozer comes through flying through the window at the start, you're like, anyway. Yeah. I don't care. But that's that's you as a person as well, Scott. You're quite, you know. I'm, I'm a heartless kid. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I aim at, I, you know, when you, when you see sort of like, you know, pheasants and those crossing, I, I speed up to try and see yeah. what I can get. Um, no, but I, I don't know. It, it, Robocop 3 is. I'd say a failure on almost every front. Yes, it's shit. Yeah, I it is. That's what the woods. I would. I, I will go back and I will watch one without a doubt. But I will watch one again in the future. Right? Especially on Blu-ray, it looks amazing. I will go back and watch two. Yes. Because I think it's fun and a yep. bit silly 
if inconsequential. I don't think if, if I never see RoboCop three again. I'm sorry, I've got it on in the background yeah. here. I do. If I never it. see RoboCop three again, I don't think I'll be bothered. It's Ever. On, it's on Netflix if you want to watch it. <laughs> yeah, if you want to watch it, it's on there. I'm not recommending it. I'm, not, I would, I'm highly suggesting you never ever watch it again. Mm. So, um, you know, so let, let's just jump on from this one because it ends. Okay. The film, the film ends with Robocop getting a jetpack, which is shit. Yeah. Um, he's helped by a child hacker, well, which is a, shit. And the, they're having a fight. They all just walk down the street. They've got guns and they walk down the street like they're in like an old regiment. Like, yeah. it's, it's very strange. Nothing in this film is worth. <laughs> I just can't you, wouldn't, you wouldn't just walk up to a barricade, would you? Even the splatterpunks must have that. Yeah, there's, there's, there's. It's filmed like it's filmed like a TV f- uh, film. The yeah. special effects are a bit shonky. The ideas in it, there's some good ideas that are never ever progressed. Right. This bit, okay. This is it. So at the at the end of the film, you now have two samurai warriors. You have to robots. make sure smash one face. You only got one. Actor. Yeah. So they make sure they yeah. put oh, a yeah, mask yeah. on the other one. That's, it. That's like uh-huh. it's clearly obvious. Like yeah. you've got to deform the face of the first one so the other actor can come come back out again. We can't do mapping. Te- we can't do. Map- yeah. We haven't got the money for the mapping. So they do this for the end, right? And then this is what happens. You got you got a second one up. So you now have two samurai robots or ninja robots or whatever to take on Robocop. And they do kick his ass. Like Robocop is massively ineffectual. Don't forget, at the start of this film, he caught a bullet. <laughs> he did. He caught a bullet. <laughs> now, now, he can't... He, he can't, now, can't. now he can't step out of the way of someone who's, run, who's, who's walking towards him. What the fuck has happened here? Dreadful. If you had a warranty on Robocop, you'd be taking him back, wouldn't you? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You'd be like... No, I know. It was good when he first came out, to be fair, but I don't know. He's, he's defective. He's, he's he seems like he's got a few bugs or something. I don't know what's yeah. going on with him. Yeah, so you can't stop a sword. How are these robots? So again, like, you know we said Robocop's a pussy. Yeah. Right? So here's what happens. So Robocop, at the moment, he's going to take on these two rat samurai warrior robots. Yeah. He's got his machine gun arm and his jetpack. Right? Yeah. Is that enough for him to take down? And he's, don't forget... He's been on fire and proved he's badass. He stopped a bullet, right? Yeah, yeah. He's come off the top of a car park and survived it all. Yeah, he's pretty yeah. indestructible, you'd think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he going to take out these two robot warriors? No. Oh. Who takes out these two robot warriors? Um, Who takes them out? I don't know. Is it the kid? The kid takes oh, them out. Oh, it's the kid. Oh, but she's the awesome. child hacker comes in and using what I can only assume to be Wi-Fi. I like the way that they have red text as well. They're badass. Yeah. He, use, she basically them. sets up her little laptop and using badass hacks into these samurai warriors yeah. and turns them on each other. Yeah. So Robocop doesn't even defeat them. No. <laughs> he, doesn't, no. he doesn't win. He's shit. Robo- and even the main... Like the, so, uh, Robocop in this film never ever actually defeats anyone. He shot one of them in the head. There's a fight yeah, scene. He comes back. Yeah, he blows true. him up and he got the robot comes back. So he hasn't even beaten him. But the problem is, right, when these guys actually go... I'm just going to play Scott. I mentioned this to you the other yeah. day. Like, It is the worst. Like, They don't even simultaneously chop each other. No, no, no. Like, watch. It's like, you guys, don't... Just skip to... Where are we? How far are we into the film? We've it's got like about, 10 minutes left. Yeah, it's... Uh, it doesn't actually give you a time. They fight each other really badly. Then one does it. And then and the, the other, other one just it. swings... Yeah, isn't that it looks shittiest. awful. This, I'm saying, this film has got bad editing, bad special effects, and Robocop doesn't even beat them. He's lying on the floor, beaten. Um, here, so here's the final thing, right? So there's a bomb about to go off. This is bad writing. Mm. By killing the samurai robots, mm. you've now activated a self-destruct bomb. Oh, that's a bit silly. But at no point has anyone ever said that's what that's for. Mm. 
At no point does anyone say, well, if they're broken, that will go off. It's, ju- it's just... Don't yeah. count on it, chum. I hate I hate this ending so much. I can't even believe you made them watch it. You know. um, yeah, <laughs> it just it gets his legs burned. It's just that a looks terrible. Hand. Like this bit is just it's so awful. It's on, so awful. Legs burn right. This. So, um, how is he? Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm going to ignore you. So let's be honest. Right? So. <laughs> We have done, we've now done... That's the worst special effect as well. Uh, Look at that building when it blows up. It is yeah. god-awful. Uh, this, this, this film had low budget. I, I, I appreciate They've run out of budget by the time they got to the end. They yeah, obviously yeah. it chronologically and ran out yeah. of the end. Yeah, they spent it all at the start. Um, right. So we've now we've now talked about the original three. Yeah. Let's give them an out of ten quickly before all we right. move on to okay. the movie. Okay. So if you were going to give each of the films an out of ten, one, two, and three, Yeah. what would you, what would you say? Um, I would give Rope first one. I bet it's a classic. When you've got to compare it to other massive sci-fi films like Terminator Two and things like mm. that, I kind of give those like nines. I give mm. this like a seven. Rope okay. one seven. Um, I drop down to a. I've got to make it sizable one point five cap. So five and a half for Robocop Two, and then three probably two. Give it two. I mean, it's really really bad. It is. Um, not, yeah, it's really poor, really poor. It I wouldn't is. want to watch it again. So yeah, but I think the score I give RoboCop one seven. It, it's iconic. It's got cult status. Mm. It, it is it is a good film. It's a classic. But I think when I compare it to the trilogies and the marks impacts of a film, it's, it's left for me. It's left a bigger impact in cinema than it is as a film. Even though it's even though because it spawns so much. TV series shows computer yeah, games yeah, yeah. the impact is big and people know Robocop and the film is good but it's not as good as like a Terminator Terminator 2 for me. anywhere near those I so think I, that's why I give it that type no, of I agree. No, I agree and I think you're right in the sense that, that Robocop as a character or as a concept is more iconic yeah. than I think the film Yeah, I think I, I think I wore the first film slightly higher than you yeah. I, I, I really enjoy certain parts of the first one. I think it is. It's a classic. And I think the influence on other things down the line is massive. What do you give Terminator 2? Terminator 2 is a I know completely different films. No, so Terminator got... 2 is, 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 a, is a 9, 9.5. It's, it's in my top five films of yeah, all time. Yeah, I okay. love it so much. Okay. Um, but I'd give Robocop 1, probably an 8. So 1.5. Okay, so it's still yeah. the same about yeah, yeah, steps yeah, yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's still relatively yeah, to that. And I'd give the 2. Yeah. I, I agree that 2 is probably a, a 6. It's strange. Six, yeah, yeah. It's, there's there's good bits in it. The special yeah. effects are good. It's a fun film. It's it's a it's um it's action figures being clashed together, mm. kind of silly. Yeah. Um, but three, yeah, t- two, mm. is, two and a half is probably adequate. There's so much wrong with it. From it's one the of the worst. What it's like, you know. One of the worst. Like, there's lots of bad films out there, but, it's, but appreciating what it could have been, it's one of the worst films. Yeah, yeah. It's it's one of those weird things that you see it in trilogies all the time. In these sort of, especially around this time. So if you look at, like, say, you have the ter- Terminator, Terminator Two, and then you get Terminator Three: Rise of the Machines, which is a bit naff. It's not bad as those. It's no, nothing like. Uh, but then you get like Alien, Aliens, Alien Three. Yeah. You also get that third one. They're not sure what to do because they've got to do something different, but they're not sure. It's like that. Um, but this one, this one was just. It's not in the case of trilogy. Are you closing it off, or are you trying to open it out for more? Like, this, yeah, this could have been a really solid trilogy, right? Because mm. if you if you were to sort of if someone had envisioned this final this this third film as the end of a trilogy, yeah. like a proper trilogy, and you linked it back to that first film, 
and you have this idea of OCP and Delta City coming to an end, then I think actually that would be a really nice loop because the whole point of the first film was the creation of Delta City. If this was in the collapse of that dream, then it should be circled out. It could be amazing. So <sighs> Robocop decides to end, is it has a massive but impact on ending OCP. If, yeah. Yeah, if Which effectively he has, but in yeah, a way. In a way, not. but it's just handled really badly. Yeah, it's not... It's not this should have been the closing out of a trilogy. What do you think Rainbow Cop would have been like if it had been set in old Blighty, mate? That would have been awful. <laughs> yeah. I, I just don't think we... We do not have the... Robocop is a, is a purely American film. Um, do you oh, yeah, so? you, I don't think you could translate this to any other country. It just would, I don't think it would work. Japan? Um, uh, well, maybe, maybe Japan. Well, Japan has a, a different... Probably already did it before. I think, yeah, but Robocop, all of it is predicated on the American cultural positioning of the police mm. as almost as an antagonist. Because let's, let's face it, in the first film... OCP as a corporate backer is basically building a fascist robot cop. Like he follows the law and he, you know, he uses some rather brutal means. Yeah. They try and soften that in two, and he he, go, he fights against that and becomes the he's take down the, the drug lord. Like throughout it, I don't think if you were to do that in Britain, especially if we don't have gun laws and stuff, like we've never reached a point. You're right. He where you've have... got that thing because if you look at like Detroit, although it's in Detroit, if you look at like. Um, New York in the 70s and early 80s like it was a cesspit like you know it had to be lifted up to become the tourist attraction it is today yeah. and America suffered that for a long time um, and also like Robocop again is is again like predicated on this idea of the western yeah like you know this idea Cop rolls into sheriff, rolls into he's town. a new sheriff in yeah. town yeah. you know he has to take on the biggest baddest corrupt thing in, in town like it's no different to that western idea that's just that just germinates and, and, and is seeded in almost every American action film there is. Yeah. Um, you know, you're never going to get away from them because it's just such a uh, an American cultural part of their heritage. Yeah. Everything from any cop film you can think of has got some some element in the western. Dirty Harry, um, Cobra, uh, even like Beverly Hills Cop, and all these things. It's always going to have that. There's a part of the western in there somewhere. It's just so American. I do not think you could do it elsewhere I'm not saying you couldn't take the concept and, and translate it somewhere yeah. else but it would be a very 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 different film yeah I think you're right Yeah, it's quite interesting how it translates into a lot of different countries how it sells elsewhere and it's a very mm-hmm. Americanism well the western the other thing is the western I'm, I'm actually working on something at the moment which is but the western Japan and America have got a real um, almost like a shared history that they, they, they don't acknowledge in what way? in this way of sort of the western so you had the wild west yeah um, and you had like, you know roving gunslingers and this idea the romantic oh, samurais protecting villages and, and then you, in the Americans you have this romantic Edo era Japan which mm. is the ronin and the samurai and the ninjas and all this other mm. stuff and they're very similar very similar in many respects and they, you know, sometimes they don't acknowledge it but that's when you get things like the fact you can take Yojimbo for example from 1953 uh, no it's from 1962 um, you know Japan about a, a, a ronin samurai that wanders into a village takes on two gangs and then at the end of them wanders out again and is translated literally within a year to become Clint Eastwood's first um, man with no names for the mm-hmm. Western uh, in the Fistful of Dollars literally like translate direct translation um, and then again translated in 1995 to become Last Man Standing with Bruce Willis again like a complete translation like you could you could you can do that yeah they can swap 
in this era, like the costumes change and the weapons change and some of the cultural appropriation changes. We should redub one of the films with the um, the audio. Yeah, from the, the other. Sync it up and see what um, happens. But that, I, 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 so I do think you're right. But then when you look at like manga and you look at some of the stuff that is in manga, like Robocop would easily fit into things like Ghost in the Shell. Yeah. Or um, yeah. you know like Akira or. There's, oh, uh, there's loads, you know, you've got the idea of the big robot. Gundam. Yeah, Gundam is the kind of thing. I mean, that's a huge version of Robocop. Like Monster Robocop. Uh, th- there are certain things in those cultural parts that I think have seeded each other. You're right. That I, I think would, so you could, but you couldn't do it into Europe. Like you couldn't have like, you know, Spanish Robocop where he takes the afternoon off and just sits and drinks <laughs> some wine. Um, unfortunately, that's a, that's a true stereotype. Yeah. So that's uh, you know I think that's that's the thing. If Robocop is very American, but um, so that's the, I think that's the, that's the original trilogy. I mean, so but three killed it. Yeah. Pretty much killed it for the for three. And there was no TV. There was a TV series in between after. two and three. It no, just no, came after. 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 Right. When did the game come out? Uh, each film, uh, two and three, both had games. Why, why did Terminator and Robocop link up as a game, Scott? Uh, I think Orion may have owned some rights. And it was just a thing because we became a comic. It was, again, Frank Miller uh, was was part of that. It was uh, Frank Miller and Walt, Walt Simonson that wrote Robocop versus Terminator, which is a big seller. Yeah, I had it. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. It's, you play Robocop as the right? comic and the game. Both of them. Mo- yeah, both of them are huge. Um, Terminator's the bad guy. Yeah, well, that sort of makes sense because again, because Robocop's yeah, but, a cop. But uh, graphics are pretty decent, actually. Oh, it was a side scroller, wasn't it? It wasn't yeah. a bad game. It was, it was pretty good fun, actually. Yeah. Um, I saw my master. But then you you get, the, you get the Robocop cartoon, you get the Robocop comic, you get the Robocop toys, you get the Robocop TV series, and the the TV series is very much aimed at um, that a similar age group to Robocop three. Yeah. And that obviously dies off because of budgetary restraints and other stuff. Was it was it successful? The TV series? Yeah. No, I think it has like one season. Right. I think it was, I've watched a couple of episodes and I think it's dreadful. I really do think it's dreadful. Um, it's one of those that Robocop as a concept needs to be violent, but also it needs the, the money to give it the work. Did you see this? We just watched the game. We watched the, the game, game, right? game. I'm yeah. running through bits of the game, right? It's this typical Robocop. Like, yeah. He he walks really slowly, but can climb. But, but, but like chimp. climb, he's like so quick. If he's got yeah. an, if he's got to like use his hands to go across and climb or something, he's incredibly quick. But yeah, he walks really slowly. Yeah, catch a bullet, but oh god, I'm slow. Yeah, um, inconsistent. His legs are really slow, but his arms are like you know. To be like fair, it's consistent with the film. It is. So it basically killed it for years, and it wasn't until sort of um, two thousand late two thousands that the idea of a Robocop reboot started to surface. Right. Um, what year, sorry? So, well, the film comes out in 2014. Yeah. 2014. Yeah. Um, but there'd been talk about it probably since... I'd seen I'd seen rumours and talk about it in the early 2000s, so from about 2003 onwards. You know when you first heard those rumours, you were like, leave it, it's a classic. We were like, oh, I'm interested to see this. Well, you? I was always wanted to think, oh, this could be interesting. Yeah. And the rumours ranged from Peter Weller coming back to do things, to they were going to go a whole different route, to they were going to do an animated movie. There was all kinds of stuff being circulated. Mm-hmm. Like there was, it, was, it was still a property that people wanted to do something with. Now, that was a lot of it was to do with the fact that Dark Horse had got the comic rights to it, and they were putting stuff out. And were people liking that? Yeah, yeah, it did quite well. There's some good stuff, there's some bad stuff, it's, as, as always. You know, it's not all great, but um, some of it's pretty good. Some of it's worth looking at. 
Um, but it wasn't until uh, a guy called uh, Jose Padilla, who's the new was the director of the new guy, right. was brought in uh, and and it's by MGM again, and said they said. Right, we love the films you've done. He's a Brazilian director. Yeah. Uh, what what did he done before? Do you know? So he did a couple of films called Elite Squad. I've not seen them. I've heard they're great. Elite Squad, not heard. Um, but they brought him in. There was that thing of like, we've seen you're a great director. What what properties of ours? What intellectual properties of ours do you want to do something with? Gotcha. And then we'll talk about that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And he basically said, I want to do RoboCop. Right. And they said, All right, interesting. There's go. a script flying around somewhere. No, well they said go. Yeah, we've had, we've had ideas. Go away. Come back with with. A concept, yeah. uh, and he did. He went away and, and, and said he took it away and came back with this idea. And they got a writer. Uh, I forget a writer now. And they they modernised it. And the idea was, basically, we've got to we we reboot it. We reboot it. Yeah. Like, you know, let, let's let's start from scratch. We've now got the technology to do the special effects. We've yeah. bits and pieces. Let's reboot it. So this, what's your initial? You've watched the reboot. Yeah, yeah, I've watched it. it. So I, was, your... I was really unaware it would even come out. Yeah. Mister Flame. No, passed me in 2014. Mm. But um, I, Scott, I'm not going to lie, I actually enjoyed it. Mm. Um, is, is it a Robocop film? Yeah, I guess it is a Robocop film. It's not Robocop from the 80s by any means. It's no, not got no. Splatterpunks and it's not, it's not, it's not a cyberpunk film. So, I don't think. No, it's not. So no, I think I... you lose that, you lose that genre it's kind of in there. It's, it's, I enjoy it. So you've got, it starts off as a proper cop show, so there's like yeah. a deal going down. You've got some proper detective work going on. The cop seems all right. He's he's not a corrupt cop. There's some corruptness in the police force. He's a good honest guy. With his, you get they get set up. Um, I enjoy that there. I, I liked the. I, I, it, it does it, it does. If if I'm honest with you, it does real Roman cop a disservice because it's so far removed as a reboot. Yeah. Um, so we've got a company again. We've got like Omnicore. But it's a corporation trying to get the robots in, but it's very much like the war abroad. So now starting to have American soldiers on the ground, we have robots doing the job and you have these big mammoth mammoth monsters, yeah. you know, great tanks, and you've got more day-to-day personal robots, which is basically like you see Freepio going around mm. talking to individuals. So you've got that going on, and like I'm not sure where they are. Tehran, I think they are. It's in Iraq, yeah, yeah. yeah. They mentioned it's in Iraq, yeah. Um, so, so they're they're over it's really the watching yeah. the film, isn't it? It's quite you good. Just watching, you're just watching <laughs> I'm just watching Robo Robocop Terminator. Um, yeah, so the film, so you've got this robots, and they they want to bring them onto American soil. I actually quite like that. I've got to, I'm detached myself away from the original film, but I thought it's quite interesting. Special effects are great. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got Samuel Jackson in tick. Yeah. Um, it's got a nice perm going on. Yeah, he's got a lovely set. <laughs> lovely, think it's best lovely one. locks. Now, it's yeah. not really hair, is it? Yeah, yeah, lovely locks. Um, so I enjoyed that. I like the I like got the proper the proper cop show bit going on. I liked the how they're trying to get it in so again we need something which the public can get behind so part human mm. um, it's got a great cast to be fair there's yeah, a lot of big actors in which do a fairly decent job in, I, in yeah. parts I quite, I quite enjoyed it um, but it's not it wasn't it's not Robocop it's 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 not Robocop it's, the special you, effects were good yeah. I like the way you can he has the whole drama with he got the bit you mentioned in the first film, the second film, where he kind of just gets rid of his wife and just sucks her off because he's so far gone a robot. Mm-hmm. This is so far the opposite. He's got the very much human piece where he goes around and tries to see his son, and they wipe that later on. Yeah. But um, so at least they touch that piece as part of this, where they kind of left it in the first one. This is this is the film I sort of wish Robocop two had been, but set in the yeah, but with the rest of it, yeah, set properly. I mean, the, sto- the story is again. What, what rating is it? 
Is it 15 or something? Uh, 12. Yeah. So they, they have neutered it again. It feels neutered. Yeah, it does. Right? Yeah. But again, it highlights that you can do a good film. Robocop 3 is such a piece of shit that, that this shows like what you could do. Like if this was mm. given if this was given a harder rating, I think they were given the opportunity to do that. I think it would have been a slightly better film. But you, this this film, I think, the, the plot is basically Alex Murphy is a cop who's doing his thing and he gets blown up by when he gets too close to uh, a drug dealer and, and mm-hmm. the corruptness he has in some of the police force. That's almost like a subsidiary to the main plot, which is Omni, Omnicore, what it's called in this uh, one. It's not called Omnicore, is it? Oh, no, are they? Because Omni Consumer Products is the parent company, so it's called Omnicore or something. Right, yeah. Okay. Um, it's run by Michael Keaton, who's yeah. great in it. And what is they, they've actually, actually they've actually got yeah they've got all these robots working for the military abroad, but they can't have robots in American America. So yeah, yeah, so they can't sell them at home to be to be a product. So the only way they can do it to get past this law is a piece of legislation called the Dreyfus Act, which they've got to get past. Is they've got to put a man in a machine so that it can be prove that you know it's not just a machine making decisions it's actually a man in a machine doing it uh, and so they use Gary Oldman Gary Oldman's a doctor they yep. use his technology and his research to then put Alex Murphy played mm. by Joel Kinnaman into a suit and then uh, he has to prove the point they bring him on board to solve crimes and he ends up trying to solve his own murder and in doing so he um, takes on corrupt police force yep. but, in, it, but when that he goes rogue and starts taking on the police force it, it potentially could stop it could potentially impact the ability for them to, to defeat the Dreyfus Act so Omnicore decide to turn him off and try to kill him as well and he ends up taking on Omnicore yeah, as well. yeah. that's pretty much the plot what I do like is um, he's actually he's a real efficient police officer this time yeah. he's got all the data linked up Wi-Fi in um latest, latest might, software updates yeah and it might be it might be dated in a decade or so but this yeah. film, to me, deals with several of the problems well, I we'll have. It will be dated because Minority Report, just future crime. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this film deals with some of the problems I had with the original films. So in, in this, um, it deals with the fact that like he's got to deal with his family. Yeah. I like the fact that it gives you more of who he is as a person. Because mm-hmm. um, you see him with his child and you know, it, it, and his wife and you see him with his partner and the mm-hmm. police. Force. So you see him as a man. Yeah, you see yeah. more of who Murphy is. Which I actually really appreciate. Yeah. I think knowing him better works when you know that information. No, you're right, Scott. If you, if you went down the list and you said all the things which need to be improved on Robocop, all the issues, you went down and you start ticking them off. A lot of them are met in this film. Yeah, they address them. And, and, and if you'd done that with the original script and setting the way it was, I think you'd have a better film. Yeah. This, this, I think this one's really solid. Because you think about like, the iconic scenes, like getting smashed apart by an Ed, was it 290? Getting blown apart yeah. yourself as Robocop. You don't have any of There's no iconic scenes in this film. There's nothing to remember it by. I agree. That's part of the problem, is I think that like, whilst the story is strong, I think the script is strong and the acting is very strong, yeah. there is nothing in this that feels iconic. No. That, you know, like you say, um, one of the things you say there are there are so many iconic moments in Robocop, like the montage of him solving crimes in the mm. first Robocop film. Like he saves that woman who's about to be raped, mm. um, or when he, he enters into the the, um, the gas station, the the shop, whatever that's being robbed, and he takes on the you know bends the gun and that yeah. sort of stuff. All those things are really iconic. You know, you they they're really rememberable for me. Yeah. Um, I don't feel like there's anything in that no. in this film. No. Um, and the only thing I think they try to do it, but it always feels a little bit generic. 
And I don't know why that is. I don't know what it is, but I do feel that the first... I, I break this film into three... Like, there are three sections to this film. I know it's a three-act structure, but the first bit leads up, to, you know, is him as a man and him becoming... The, up to where he, he sort of becomes the machine. Yeah. Is really good. I think it's really solid. No, agree. You know, and, and I think that some of the actors, Amber Heard's not great as his wife because I, th- I think it's because she's given short shrift right. as, a, as, a, as a character. She's basically got to be grieving wife. You know, yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah. She's not given a great deal to do, which I think is a real shame because uh, I actually think she's a really good actress. Um, but you get bits and pieces, and the fact as well in this Omni Omni Core or OCP or whatever they want to call it in this aren't a bunch of like shyster corporate idiots. No. They're actually a pretty solid company. They're, yeah, clearly, yeah, do- yeah, yeah. they're clearly doing a good job abroad. Um, <laughs> I mean, they're effective. I'm yeah. not sure. They're kind of whitewashing people's lives over there. Yeah, so, but, no, no, but, no, no, for achieve, no. achieving their aims. They're achieving yeah, their yeah, objective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah I'm, not saying doing, I'm not saying they're doing good. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not saying I agree with the foreign policy of it. But... If they were given an objective, of, operation. the yeah, robots yeah. in this are good. Like, yeah, you, yeah. you don't see Ed 209 falling down a sewer or falling down a flight of stairs. the shell of a building. Like, these are like, yeah, they know what they can do and they've got the uh, the, the 208s as well, like the the, uh, the droid, mm. human-looking droids. Um, oh, it's a shoot, the killer kid. Yeah, yeah. So it's got some extreme moments like that. Mm. But if that had been Verhoeven, you'd have seen the kid blown to bits. Um, so you get these moments of ideas again... Where you go, actually, this is really solid, and you get obviously um, Samuel L. Jackson playing yeah. uh, the no, what's his name? So it's uh, Pat Novak, and he's got the Novak element. So he's almost like the the, the Greek choir, isn't it? You know, the telling people this yeah. is the position. So yeah. he's like the exposition machine. Well, what actually? What, what? Who does he work for? Does he work for? Is he just Novak? He's just TV. Just TV. Imagine guy. him being Fox News. Right. Okay. Fine. That's what I'd say. So he's he is. Pushing but he's basically the, the exposition machine. Yeah. This is why robots can't be in our country. Here's the characters you need to know about. Yeah. Here's what's happening here. That, that's what he's there for. So he is telling you as an audience member, this is how, this is the state of the nation. You know what I mean? Like yeah. literal state of the nation. This is what American people think about robots. And he'll share the graphs and some other stuff. So it's quite clever because basically it's exposition, but you do feel like you are watching a news article. You are watching current Fox News or whatever those others. Right? Yeah, yeah. However, you never actually see that. They never show you. Th- so in in the previous Robocop, you see how dirty and crime ridden Detroit is. Yeah. Right? We've just talked about a bag lady being mugged and then yeah, mugged yeah. being beaten by prostitutes. Like you see how shit it is. In Robocop to the twenty fourteen, like it doesn't actually seem that bad. I'm like, what? Why do they need robot cops? It doesn't seem. Like awful the, no no but the, but the kind of thing is that the, yeah, the driving for not having to have any police officers <laughs> yeah but why no so to so no innocent lives get lost so no police officers right. are putting risk in fact, it's kind let's, of very loose yeah, but that's yeah. the kind of push yeah, they put for but let's let's in our terminology right from a project point of view what's their burning platform I don't know. What's the problem they're trying to solve? Like yeah. I never feel like Robocop has a, a real a real to be use. Do you know what I mean? Like we've said before mm. about um, in Robocop, the foot before about you know Murphy, his purpose is to be a cop. Yeah. Take that away, it's nothing, right? And you see why they need him. I don't think it's. it's not... I just don't feel that with this. Yeah. And I think that's a slightly missing part of it. No. 
Yeah, you feel, I didn't really pick up on that when I was watching it. But, no, but, but, now, it's but yeah, it's yeah. good. I'm mean, just trying to see like how quick we get introduced actually into Robocop in the film. So the new one, it's 28 minutes in. Doing half an hour, you're yeah. seeing him in his suit. Yeah, so, so pretty it's, efficient. Do you reckon half an hour against the original? What do you reckon the original would be? Higher or lower than that? So first. Oh, okay. Okay, so right. So. I'll say lower in his in in his suit. Yeah, yeah, in his suit. No, no. I'm gonna say the same. I reckon it's twenty. I reckon within. I reckon within half an. I reckon half an hour. I reckon by half an hour in. You're gonna see Robocop in the suit. You're gonna see Robocop. Well, um, so you look at that. So just, but in this, I said the, the thing is, you know, before we said about Murphy being a puppet. Um, Do you know what? In a passenger. It's pretty much exactly the same. I, I thought it would be. Oh, but hang you, on. Yeah. But just, you're introduced just, to different people in in you know they, they set it up different in the different films. Because that's before they focus on OCP, but this they focus on Murphy and stuff. Yeah. Um, Do you reckon that's um, you look at that half an hour mark? Do you reckon that's something they're aiming for? Oh yeah, I think so. It's a, but it's it's a, every twenty minutes the, the story something's got to change. That's the sort of uh, that that's around. a that's a bit of a thing. Um, so you know we, the other thing we said about before was we don't know enough about Murphy. Yeah. So when he becomes Robocop, you don't really know how he feels about it. Yeah. I you know I see him as a tragic figure. In this one. You know enough about Murphy, and I, I really like Joel Kinnaman. I, yeah, yeah. He's an good. actor I like. I like him in you know he's not made great choices in films. He was great, but he was all right in Suicide Squad. Um, he was great in. Um, so I didn't really recognise him. Yeah, he's been I've a, seen he's, Suicide Squad. In the, yeah, but he's in the Killing. He's, he's he's a good actor, and I quite enjoy him actually. So, but was he a bigger name than? Peter no, was? he's still quite small. They're about the same actually. At the, at the yeah, time. Yeah, about the time. Yeah. So. But the moment in this, obviously Murphy gets blown up, yeah. and then you, they take him to China, and you yeah. get rid of it, but you find he's in yeah. China, and you see him, and you, go, yeah, you see him in his suit, yeah. and again in the first film because they can't do it with special effects, you find you basically told what's left of Murphy, so yeah. his brain and some bits and pieces. In this one, they show you what's left. I'm surprised because what, what was this? A twelve? This is a twelve. Yeah, I, remember gruesome, see, I remember seeing this in the cinema and and being shocked. It's the cinema. I this in the cinema. I remember being so shocked at how they do this mm. and you find out he's basically a hand and then a head and a pair of lungs and a heart Yeah, it shows how good the special effects are I also you know before we talked about how that P- Peter Weller sells his death scene yeah. when he gets blown up yeah. right? he's getting shot and stuff and that's really important for that scene yeah, you, don't, you, don't get the, you don't get that opportunity you don't, really get, you don't get this opportunity this is the death scene for me so where Peter Weller sells you on the death scene in this film, you get the moment where he takes the body apart. This is Joel Kinnaman's moment to show you the horror of the situation. Mm. And it is. It is horrific. Quite graphic, really, isn't it? Yeah. But I think it's brilliant. I think this is t- this is perfect. Because this is where you actually learn that, yeah, there's no alternative for you, mate. Yeah. But you are that machine now. You are in that machine. And I think that's brilliant. That's, that's exactly what you need. Imagine if you're like, trapped... It's like the problem, you know, like trapped in syndrome, you're just there, aren't you? You're conscious, but you can't. Yeah. Oh, it's not as bad as that. Well, like, like, you know, yeah. Would you have any sensation in your limbs, like your feet and your hands and you know anything? Because the, the, the other thing, actually, that some, someone said this to me before, right? his brain's there. So Murphy, in, in the new film, is fully conscious. Yep. Right, he is a human being in a prosthetic human body until it comes to until the yeah until later until it comes to kill but it switches yeah. on to however and this is going to be really base right so he's got all his emotions and all that kind of stuff yeah. but he has to deal with it and that's how they deal with him later on they bring on all his, his, yeah. his emotions using dopamine, dopamine levels yeah. 
because he hasn't got his, 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 his bits and pieces, he has a child. Yeah. Right? He, his wife's pretty hot. Yeah, Amber Heard is relatively, is pretty attractive. I think she's, you know, let's not beat around the bush, right? She loves him, but they, this takes away that physical element. Does he still have a libido? I thought you were going to say, does he have a metal penis? That's, what I'm, that's basically what I'm getting at. Yeah. Does he have a Robocock? <laughs> <laughs> I see you've had that written down, Scott, as your number one point to mention. I've been, to mention, trying, I've been trying, trying to get to, <laughs> to get to that for hours. Um, but no, I just find it interesting that in the first, like the first film... Yes or it, no? No, he doesn't. Well, he might have a strap on. But no, I, I just find that in, in the original, like it's, it's devoid of emotion in gaining back his humanity... But in this one, he has his humanity throughout it, and it's about yeah. him gaining independence, isn't it? Like, it's yeah. not free will. Um, so I'm glad they do something different. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just think it's an interesting film. I, I think it's underrated. I really enjoy Robocop 2014. I just think it's slightly neutered. I think they could have gone harder with it. Yeah. It can't, Yeah, it doesn't... I agree. It is a good film. I mean, whereabouts do you rank it? Do you put it up... It's better, than, two. it's better than three. Oh yeah, but not yeah, I, do. Funny, I think I, I do. I think it's better than two. Better than two. I'm not sure. Um, no, yeah, probably proper level pegging with two. I'd rather well, like so if, if you had a choice of watching two or the reboot. Um, Ooh, depends what mood I'm in. Yeah. Because the thing is, is with it, if you watch two, I can. I'll probably watch. I'll probably watch two. If you can watch two, you can have one in the background. And yeah. you, can, you can plug in and watch yeah, it. You can't do that with this. You, you sort of need to watch this one. Yeah. Um, but again, this has got characters and moments. So when you introduce to Jackie Earth Haley as the military expert or the military yeah. thing, I think that's great. I, when, know, when they have Murphy do this bit, the, the, the simulation the, the bit is good. Yeah. I also like it when he's in, when he's all tactical black. Mm. Um, I like the, the fact that with the, the, the Yeah, yeah. The market exactly. He's good. Satire. So again, like, the satire in this is stronger than I think in two. Yes. Because you've got the um, you've got the, the marketing guy coming in and actually saying like, "Oh, the kids love this. We focus group this, and it worked really well." Uh, and it's ridiculous stuff. Like it's got the fact he transforms into a bloody something. Yeah. And there's all these other bits and pieces, and I love it, that like um, Jack Nicholson's playing almost like a Steve Jobs kind of character. And he says, like he says, he looks at all those different things, and he look. If, if you notice, one of the ones that comes up is the original Robocop suit oh, design. Oh, yeah. was it? So one of the things they, oh, they marketing like, them. Yeah, they marketing, and one of the things they marketed is the original Robocop. Oh, I didn't remember the reference. That what did they say about it? Did they? It, it scared the crap out of people. <laughs> <laughs> um, so and he says, oh, people don't know what they want until you give it to them. Yeah. Um, and he says, you know, as he says, make it more tactical, make it. Make it black, yeah, and I love that because it is. It's like make it sleek, make it cool, make it look, you know, uh, like th- threatening but sleek. And I think that that is important. That in this, it, RoboCop in this film to me doesn't feel thrown together. Do you know what I mean? Like they're actually you see the thought process of how he ends up in places. Not that oh, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that I think the original one is thrown together, but it was like oh, we've got a robot suit. We're waiting for a. The organics to put in it. Yeah. With this one, it's a case of, okay, we need to do create, this, create. and we, it's a creative process yeah, yeah. That, that it comes to. And I just think that's really interesting to see how that comes up together. Um, yeah. Through a marketing and sort of like corporate position. Yeah. 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 I just, I just find I just find this first film this film has got elements in it I just find really interesting. Um, but 
But if it, right, so it is a good film. And mm. we know it's not the first one. No. Do you reckon? Um, so forget about the history of Robocop before. If this is your introduction to Robocop, mm. does it leave a legacy? No. No. It's new to this is it's disposable, it's, isn't it? Yeah. And that's why I think you're right. It level pegs with. Um, it level pegs with the second one. Mm. Because although the status quo changes for Murphy and everybody in this film, it never feels. It never feels as drastic. Do you know what I mean? Because mm. in this, by the end of the film, like he he is rebuilt. He's got the suit. He's he's, he's talking with his family. There should be a moment in this film when I honestly think that when the wife has to show real regret for what she has done. She chose to sign the papers to put Murphy in that suit. Yeah. And you understand why. Like, I'm not saying she did the wrong she, thing. She, or she loses him for good. She, yeah. she wants him back. Yeah. But she needs to see a moment, like, when he ignores... When Robocop, uh, Murphy ignores she them needs, both. Yeah, this is worse than death. Yeah. yeah. And there's a moment when she's sort of like... All, but all she's ever... All she is ever trying to do is get her husband back. Mm. Right? Even when it's he is ignoring him and reduces dopamine levels. Yeah, yeah. She's like, Murphy, come back to... There should be a moment where she should be like, oh shit, this this is worse than death. We I should have let him die. And that should be the that should be um almost the conflict, I think, in the last part of the film is because he says like let me die. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, no, I'm not gonna do that. Like he he no longer has an, a choice in that. You know, he could blow his own brains, I suppose, but there'd be something to stop that. Yeah. That should be more of the conflict in that film. There's part of this at the end feels like you know what I said before about the superhero thing. Yeah. Being aspirational. Yeah. They've made Robocop in this aspirational. You lose everything other than the set of lungs in your brain, and your face, mm-hmm. but still you can carry on. You can carry on, and I just feel that is the essence of Robocop. Robocop should be something that survives despite everything. Yeah. And I just don't feel you get that from this film. No. He's one step away from like a proper prosthetic body that he can just go home and be like, "Hi, honey, let me just let me just take off the robo suit and put on my home suit." Oh dear, what that look like? Do you think smoking jacket? Yes, yeah, I was just thinking that. I was thinking that robot slippers. Ro- yeah, robot sl- smoke. Yeah, Simpson slippers, like the Homer ones, where you put your feet in his mouth, yeah. <laughs> but but with Robocop faces on the front. <laughs> It's bad with those slippers though. They always wear out at the bottom really quickly, don't they? They, they should. They make my feet sweat really bad. Yeah, they don't have a proper sole mm. either. They just have good. material of a few little rubber dimples in. Yeah. So really, like I say, we, I think we, you know when you look at this franchise. Yeah. I think this franchise is is one of those things. It's its concept is never, has never since the first film has never been fully realised no one else has taken it on and fully realised it in the way it should no, be no what I would have done right is I would have made the sequel to the original Robocop mm. you know like the different Blade Runner is still yeah. awesome I'd, I'd do that utilise all the special effects go dark make it an 18 carry on the film from there on I don't know what the story would be but it, it would be it's not your job no. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's what that's that's where I'd go. I don't think I'd reboot I, as it's now. No, I'd go I agree. Robocop, ultra violent. I think torn. there's a there's a. I think there is a a film to be t- a story to be told that does that. And I, 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 it would be the the eighties version of twenty twenty nine. Follow on from it's, that character. Yeah. What's happened thirty years later? Yeah. Where is Robocop thirty years after his after his um, 
creation. And I would almost oh, say... Yeah, you buy him, he's like all rusted up on like a pile, maybe he's been used for something well, else. Well, this would be the thing I think you'd look at. You would you would look at things like, forget, ignore two and three. Do a bit of do like they've done with Halloween. Or, right. or, you know, do those films that ignores the stuff that's gone before. Yeah. What is the sequel to Robocop we should have had? Yeah. Do it. I don't know if Peter Weller comes back or you get somebody else in a suit. I don't know. I don't care. Mm. But what you do is you look at that and then you say, what happens to Robocop? Why Why is he back, Scott? Why is he back? Why does the world need, why does Detroit need Robocop? Well, the thing is, okay, here's I quite a, like the police, police corruption yeah. angle. I always, always love stuff like you that. Need, I think, though, we've said before, Murphy has never been the centre of the story. No. I think he comes back and you tell Murphy's story. And the story is, is he obsolete? So 30 years later, do you have in this house any piece of technology that's 30 years old? I'm going to say no. No, of course you don't. You know, you might different. correct, you might, you know, people might collect LPs and, and, mm. and record players. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, there is nothing, I don't think I own anything I've got obviously some comics and books and stuff, but technology-wise, I don't think I own anything that's thirty years old. So what what happened to Robocop thirty years later? Yeah, was he upgraded? Did they try and turn him off? What's happened? And I'd love to, I'd just love to see that yeah. that continuation um, of, of technology um, and you know what's he competing against? Because uh, again, they've tried to do that several times in films. And they did it in, in um, uh, Terminator Genesis, you know, with an old Arnie, uh, mm. when they had Arnie wait for them and they have to live for the future. And he's like, I'm old, not obsolete. And you're just like, you know, and you can hear it. In the, it's basically Arnie saying, please give me movie roles. <laughs> um, and all this other stuff. And I, I think, but I think there's a story there to tell that puts Murphy in the thing. I'd say, you know, forget the fact that I'm sure Nancy Allen would happily have a paycheck, bring her back, mm -hmm. but she can't be a cop. She's got a re she's retired, so he's got no one left on the force. Um, you know, maybe the, the Delta, maybe Detroit was cleaned up. Delta City now exists. It's peaceful. What what do you do with Robocop? Well, maybe he turns private eye. <laughs> Robo, <laughs> Robo PI. Maybe he's like. Just paints over the uh, wears a mask. You don't know. Or maybe even I tell you what. Maybe even thirty years later, and actually Robocop has been deactivated. Yeah. He's been deactivated for ten years, and some they have to they bring him back for whatever purpose. Or he's a baddie. What if he comes back? Some old yeah. baddies find him a gang, and they start using Robocop to. There are stories that could be. There were talks of this recently, actually, as, as recent as last year, of doing this. The right. guy who did. Um, uh, Chappie and oh, yeah. um, uh, find the, the guy's name. Find the director's name. The guy who did Chappie and Elysium and um, District Nine. I can't remember the guy's name. Now. Oh, uh, Bloomcat. Um, he was going to do. He was going to do a follow-on from Neil Alien. Bloomcat. Neil, Neil Bloomcat. Mm. So apparently, he was obviously looking at doing a follow-on from Alien, and he also talked about doing a follow-on from Robocop. I'm sure it was him. Um, and I think he would be brilliant at it. Because if you've ever watched Chappie, I think Chappie is an underrated film. I love Chappie. Is that the one with um, oh Hugh Jackman? You've seen that. It's the boxing one, isn't it? No, he's a, he's a, he's a, it's a again. It's a robot. It's a police robot. That, that it's is basically, it? it's basically. What am I thinking of? You're thinking of Real Steel. Oh, with, Real um, Steel. Hugh Jackman. Uh, Chappie is. Hang on, Hugh Jackman's in Chappie. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's in both of them, is it? Yeah. Right. Chappie is really good. It's basically Johnny Five. It's basically it's basically a cross between. Um, Robocop and Short Circuit, but for all intents and purposes, 
So I think no, he would do a, I I recommend Chappie. I think Chappie's a good film. I know some people don't like it, but I think it's really good. Um, I think he he could do an awesome RoboCop film, and I think you would. I think we'd have that where there was there was a story to tell about an old RoboCop. Yeah. Whether it be him being decommissioned or re. Uh, deployed somewhere at a site at a mine kind of thing or being turned off or fighting it there's just a story to tell and I think don't reboot it go back dig out the ultra violence dig out the satire because I think there was some satire to have there about um, corruption government corruption and you know technology being superseded and, and all that kind of mm-hmm. thing I just think we could do it I think it, oh, wait, I'm going to do me but I just think that's where the story should go write the script Scott I'll do get it, it out right, there. there done right you know you're going to get the metal penis in it that's it yeah Robocock <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's it maybe he's fallen into maybe the right <laughs> AI said... porn's there Robocorn he's, he's taking the life there to keep himself why going why not he's now to, to make to make ends meet he's had to go into the porn industry yeah and that is the film in fact I'm not, I'm not saying put it on your browser history, but I, if there is not, in fact, I'm sorry, I'll do it on mine. If there is not a porn film called Robocock, I am going to be hugely disappointed. Prepare to be disappointed. <laughs> right, here we go. I'm just checking live. This is good uh, podcasting now. This is. Well, but we're going on to the internet. Alright, Robocock. Scott, Scott. Oh my god. Let's have a look. Oh, right. There yeah. is indeed a film called Robocop. When did it come out? What year was it? How quick to the mark were I they? 2012. 2012? That's a slow burn. Yeah. Robocop. Was it easy, yeah. So, yeah. So, there you go. The minute PG-13 as well. I just ruined it. Yes, yeah, it's PG. It's a dry humping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just cuts back. Just cuts to the next morning. They're all smoking. Oh, that was amazing. Oh, I might inject um, the fluid. So, there we go. So, we've, we've really covered off the franchise. Yeah, and and think it's uh, it's been interesting to go back to them. Yeah, yeah, I have to admit. Yeah, like, and and to give them that critical eye. Did do you? Is it as you remembered or not? I remembered so much. I, yes, the first one. Yes. Did you rewatch them before you watched the reboot when in two thousand four? I watched them in order. Oh, okay. Uh, I watched. So back in two thousand fourteen, did you I re-watch watched them the first then? one? I didn't okay. watch any okay. others. Right. I I think this was the first time I'd watched RoboCop three since the nineties. And I see why. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Two, I think I'd watched a couple of years ago. Um, but one, I've gone back to a couple of times. I've got, I, think, I've got... I also think you're more forgiven when you're a bit younger. Now you're just like that. It's just Dross. trash. Yeah, yeah. I've got better things to watch and do than yeah. my time than watch Robocop 3. Yeah. Definitely. But any final thoughts on Robocop franchise? <sighs> no, I think it's what we said before. I think it's left a bigger legacy... Than it deserves, and it deserves yeah. when you when you when it when it's diluted with all the other films. When it's just RoboCop, it's just yeah, it's been diluted with. It's a pure vision. Yeah, yeah. I know some people love this film. Beyond oh yeah yeah, it's people. It's on top, it's any it's, cult film you watch, it's always going to be a band of people trying behind a this film. Is, yeah, this is on some people's top tens. Top ten films yeah, of all time. Yeah, yeah. When I when I put this out to Twitter, some people came back with it being their top ten. Yeah, but I could understand that without watching it again. If you're an age, if you're an age of a certain yeah, age, yeah. Then I can you grew up with this. Yeah. Could, well, I think I was just slightly too young for it when it first came around. But I, I, I could I could appreciate it. Someone said the top ten sci-fi films, something like that, action films. You could go. I could understand it's on there. But then if I re now rewatching it, I'd have to question it. I'd have to go yeah. rewatch it back again. Does it still Does it stand, stand up? up? Ask the question. To other great films. Right, we've been going for quite a while, so we'll wrap up then. But it's been good fun. I've really enjoyed that, this. Scott. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So we'll wrap up on that, and uh, hopefully you'll buy this for a dollar. 
And uh, listen in. Uh, so thank you very much for listening. And uh, if you want to let us know your thoughts on Robocop, or if you think you disagree with us and you think Robocop 3 is the epitome of all cinema... We don't want to hear your views. Yeah, basically leave us alone. <laughs> Bugger off. But if you actually want to say anything else, get in contact. Uh, 20thCenturyGeek at gmail.com. Uh, on Twitter, Facebook, uh, Tumblr, t- Instagram, all under 20th Century Geek. Uh, reach out, find us, and uh, check us out on iTunes. Leave a review if you like us. Leave a review. Let people know about us. It helps us spread the word. And uh, don't forget, we are on Patreon as well. So if we you are. want to throw a couple of dollars our way, uh, that's always, always welcome. Uh, the other thing I've done, actually, I've set up an Amazon list for 20th Century Geek. What have you got on this? I've got some books uh, yeah. ready for future research and other bits and pieces. And, uh, you know, we love second-hand books in 20th Century Towers. We do, we do. So, you know, don't go spending fortune. But if you want to support us, have a look. Remember They'll be on the, the four website. R's. The four R's? You know the four R's? I don't know the four R's. What are those? message you should be Recycling. Recycling. So, what is it? Go on. Rebooting. <laughs> so, recycling. Yeah. So, first, reduce. Yeah. Reuse. Recycle. Everyone forgets the other about the other one. She is repurpose. Repurpose, which should be the new. Uh, there you go. Robo-Cop that's the film. that's that's the new Robocop film right there. Robocop repurpose. Robocop re- Robocop recycled. Uh, thank you very much, Gareth. It's been great channel. Thank you, thank you, Scott. Thanks uh, for having yeah, me. Again. I'm sure you'll be back again for a future retrospective. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, thank you very much, guys. And we'll see you again soon.